Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. How are you, Russell? I'm good morning. I praise. My, I'm good. Thank you this morning. I praise my God for that. Praise God. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for another opportunity to come to you, to commune with you and be with you. Just to be in your presence is such a joy, Lord. We thank you for your grace, for your eyes of mercy that you look towards us. That you do not change the way you look at us. You may be angry, but only for a short while. And we surrender all our shortcomings, our failures, our limitations, and even our crowns this day, Lord. Anything that could possibly bring us pride. We surrender it before you so that when we are submitted to you, we stand up to resist the enemy, he must flee. We ask for that grace of humility to fill us this day, Lord. As we come to reflect on your joy. And the same peace and joy that you give us, Father, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with all those that have no one to pray for them, with all those that are Christians and do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. That their hearts be opened to receive from you and their steps be turned towards you. And so as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of the one who is the lifter of men. The high and lofty one who inhabits eternity. The God of miracles, the God of overflow, the one who is our refuge and our portion in the land of the living. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who came that we might have life and have it to the full. The one who came to restore our dominion. The one who came to lay the foundation of the new church, the new Jerusalem, the rock upon which we build our faith and our life. The Lord who heals and the one who is the way, the truth and the life. And we pray in the name of your spirit. The spirit of truth, the spirit of light and life. The spirit of Jesus. The spirit of the living God. The spirit of El Shaddai, the spirit of victory. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. The same spirit that empowered Jesus' ministry while he lived as a human on earth. He now gives life to our mortal body, to our spirit, so that when we are quickened, when we receive and hear from him, and when we align with what he tells us, we are right in the middle of your will, Father. You are walking towards your kingdom. And we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every resource that is required to live that life of abundance. You put it down in your word and you reveal it to us through your spirit. You have also given us angels and destiny helpers to make things happen, to fulfill your will for our lives. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that we might not be found lacking. But we have everything that it takes in order to emerge out of every challenging situation. And you gave us the opportunity and the gift of prayer. 
that we are able to legally call you in the middle of any situation. And when we authorize you to step in, then Romans 8.28 gets activated. And in that situation, you work for the good of those whom you have called according to your purpose. Those who have declared their love for you. And you ensure that they do not go down in shame when they call on your name. We thank you, Father. And as we get into today's reflection, Sister Shanine touched yesterday on joy as part of her teaching on charity and love. Today, I'd just like to reflect a little more on that joy. And, when, and as we know it as an acronym, it stands for Jesus first, and then others, and lastly ourselves, and not the other way around. But most of the times with us, it is the other way around. When we approach it with pride, with ego, and with self selfishness, me first, and then maybe others, and if at all anything else is left, then that's for Jesus. Nehemiah 8 verse 10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So let's first look at the joy of the Lord. What is his joy? We compare that with our joy. now. After the Israelites were brought out, we see in the book of Nehemiah, after the Israelites were brought out of exile, Ezra the priest read out the law and the people were convicted of their sin. And they began to weep. And that is when Nehemiah said, This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you look through the Old Testament, you see that, <coughs> excuse me, you see that the Israelites were never known to be perfect. In fact, if you look through all the stories in the book of Judges, it shows that they repeatedly sinned. But despite all of that, they were still known as the people of God. They were his and he loved them. And that's the most important thing. In John 3 verse 16, it says, God so loved the world, the people, his people, that he didn't even think twice before sacrificing his son. That was his love for his people and it still is. And Jesus knew this was the objective for his life and death, his purpose in existence as a human being on earth. Hebrews 12 verse 2 tells us about his joy there, where it says, For the joy that was set before him, Jesus endured the cross, scorning its shame. Just like a pregnant mother endures pain, for the joy set before her, knowing what is coming, the birth of her baby. For him, the joy was our redemption, our salvation, that new birth, that new life in the kingdom. And that is God's joy. 
When you look at the parables in Luke 15 as well, where Jesus spoke of three parables, the parable of the coin, the parable of the lost coin, that is the lost son and the lost sheep. In all three cases, they were lost. And at the end, he says, he, he ends up those stories by saying, rejoice with me. For this one was lost and is now found. There is great rejoicing in heaven when that lost one is found. So his joy, even as we saw just now in Hebrews 12 verse 2, is in the lost one being brought back in the kingdom. His joy is in his people being restored. How does that joy apply to us? Jesus said in John 4 verse 34, my food is to do the will of my father. And when we follow J-O-Y, Jesus first, then others, and then lastly ourselves. That is, when we say Jesus first, you obey the first commandment. You shall have no other gods before me. That's what it says. You are following that one. And Jesus condensed those ten commandments into two that he gave us. He said, love the Lord your God with all your might, with all your heart, with all your strength. And then the second one is love your neighbor as yourself. So then when you go after J, you go on to O. Jesus first and then others. You are obeying and following that second commandment that he gave us. You make them your priority over your selfish need. And this doesn't necessarily have to be outsiders. It can even be your own family. Look to the needs of others first is what he's telling us there. And these two sum up the Ten Commandments in total. By placing yourself last in that equation of J-O-Y, you have stayed humble. So you, like Jesus, are now in the center of God's will. Now I'd like to read John 15, verses 9 to 11. I pay close attention. Where Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Verse 10 says, If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. So when he's saying, Now remain in my love, he's telling you how. If you keep my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commandments and remain in his love. And then verse 11, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you. We've just seen what his joy is. When we remain in his love, we demonstrate that same. And Sister Shanina's taught us about the agape love there. Charity yesterday again. It's loving selflessly. That's how he loved. So verse 11 says now, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you. You might feel that same love towards others and that your joy may be complete. What is your joy? To know that you are loved, to know that you are saved and to share it with others that they come to know that truth as well. 
In Luke 10 verse 20, he said, Rejoice not that the demons are subject to you, but that your names are written in heaven. That should be our joy. And that is his joy as well. That is why he endured the cross. Hebrews 12 verse 2 already told us that. When you come to the revelation of that love and that you are saved, that you are God's adopted children and there is now no condemnation for you. That is what Romans 8 verse 1 tells us. When you are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation for you. Then you feel like going out and sharing with others that same joy. Knowing what you have just achieved. Knowing what you have just been made aware of when you are saved. It is that joy that says, don't worry, don't stress. Your father has got this. He has a plan. Just stay with him. Remain in my love, he said. We saw just now in John 15. Just stay with him and let him implement that plan. That grace that comes out of it is your strength. The joy of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, search our hearts, judge our motives. And if there is anything that is not aligned with your joy, with the way you teach us to live and to pray, not from an angle of worry, but from an angle, from a platform that is built on this joy, this knowledge, which inspires our faith. Anything that is not in alignment with it, Lord, I ask you to purge it out this day. We give you full permission to do with it as you please, Father. Grant us the grace to achieve that realm of Galatians 2.20. That when we focus on this joy, Jesus first, then others, and lastly ourselves. That realm of Galatians 2.20 is fulfilled in our life when we put it into action. That we have crucified ourselves with Christ. All our selfishness, all our ego, all our pride. And it is then no longer I, but my Christ, that same Christ who loved selflessly, now lives in me and now lives through me. Reaching out to all his people. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for that spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, for all the requests that have been placed on this prayer group, and for all the personal prayers of every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, Lord. We raise that to your altar this day. As we stand in faith, we pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedure this day. We pray for all those families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation or even misunderstandings where they live under the same roof and yet apart in their hearts. The enemy seeks to steal from them. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Those that are yoked under any chain by the enemy. Including that of busyness, prayerlessness, poverty, financial challenges, joblessness. 
those that are living under the lie of the enemy and do not know you or do not want to know you, Lord. We bring all of them to this altar of prayer this day and we ask for your anointing to touch their lives. For unless you quicken them, Lord, they cannot come to you. But when you quicken them, they shall call on your name. And we know that they then cannot end up in shame. We pray for all those that are jobless, that are seeking new opportunities this day, Father. We release through the power of prophecy new opportunities in the spirit for them. From your bounty, our King. We declare that opportunity be made available to them through their destiny helpers. Seated in your throne, Jesus, with you, your throne of authority in heavenly places. We declare that as the voice of the word. Let it come to pass. Let that seed be sown in their lives that they might experience the abundance of the joy of your relationship that then overflows into every aspect of their life. That when you are their shepherd, they shall not be found wanting. But every need is met in accordance with your divine provision, your abundance. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families especially those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved, that they might call on your name, they might give their hearts to you and be renewed this very day, Lord. That you might say to them, today you shall be with me in paradise, in the spirit, not waiting till the day of your death, but commune with me this day. Father, we thank you that you have heard us and that you always hear us. And when we release our faith in our prayer, making it our prayer of agreement with each other, praying in the Spirit as one Spirit with your Holy Spirit who intercedes on our behalf, we know in our hearts, Lord, that that prayer is an answered prayer. We thank you for that opportunity, Lord, this day. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues <clears throat> to release your faith and your mic, unmute your mic and start praying. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hysterically under a casta. Abrabandala, Rasila, Rajala, Rabara, 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 Rab
Sela <laughs> 
In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord. The, the scripture I've been given this morning is from Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I could sense the Lord saying with joy in his heart, you are my people and I love you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you are enjoying these morning reflections, please share them with your friends and family, especially the one that you know needs to hear that message today. This is relevant for them. When you are given that inspiration in your spirit, please share that uh, reflection from Brother Savio or even this morning encounter with the Lord. Any of our teachings from our YouTube channel, share it with people that will help change their lives. We have a reflection shared in the chat. This is from 1 Peter 1, verse 8 and 9, where it is written. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Another verse. Put in the chat is from Proverbs 10, verse 28, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, The prospect of the righteous is joy, but the hopes of the wicked come to nothing. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Also, before we conclude, just a reminder about this Friday's Bible study topic. The topic is the weapons of our warfare. And the three things we will learn are in his wisdom and mercy. God has provided us with all the weapons we need to achieve victory. Number two, our warfare is in the spiritual realm. And number three, in depth, we will study it in depth about the seven spiritual weapons. We shall put... This We shall share this message on our Telegram group uh, later this morning. Please share it with your family and invite them to come and join these sessions. To partake of that presence and take that presence home with them. When they come close to him, he comes close to them. And that is where their circumstance, their surroundings start to start to see transformation. And that gift is what you want to give them. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that chases us and overtakes us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless you. God bless you. This Holy Spirit, this will carry you. Thank you, Jesus.